Spitfire syndicated radio show that brings nothing but heat. Spitfire, save the matches radio. show that brings nothing but heat spitfire save the matches radio since it's sonic here we go again start the flow again to let you know again this ain't your average online show again bobby pulled the light wilds and daddy oh again tuning in the spitfire save the matches radio again again another thing about the show again that the audience they got yo they bound to grow again oh you can rewind and play the song in slow-mo again i'ma remind you since it's sonic here we go again Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Spitfire Save the Matches Radio Podcast, all the above. I am DJ D-E-E-P-O-I-S-E, that's D-Poison the Building. And with me, I have... Jennifer O'Jenny. Absolutely. And then there's... Sunshine, hello. (laughs) Sunshine, hi. Hello all. I don't know why is she being quiet? I used to get yelled at all the time on radio because I never come through on the microphone. Real quiet, yep. All the time. They're like, turn up the mic, turn up the mic. I'm like, I'm right here on top of the mic. Can't get any worse. Can't get any closer. Uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, had a little bit of a delay, but please welcome to the show. Trey Dot. What's going on, man? What's going on? What's up, brother? Hello. Yeah, I had to I had to change my MacBook over to Chrome. That's why I was fighting with the thing, man. Uh, that was on me. Apple uh, products. Apple uh, yeah, products. yeah, yeah, yeah. They got no, no. set up. <laughs> don't 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 go there. Apple. That's but, that. Anyway. I'm oh. here now. I'm here now. I'm here now. Man, glad you could be here, bro. Most definitely. Most definitely. Man, right? I gotta ask you, man. Uh, your name, Trey Dot. I, how, how how that name come about? Well, you know, I love to write, and uh, you know, when you put three dots at the end of the sentence, that means you know you can go on and on and on. So, so I took that as three dots, called it Trey Dot. You know, I'm a person, unlimited potential, unlimited thoughts, unlimited ideas, unlimited gifts. So that's where I got it from. To be honest with you. Yeah, you got some amazing accomplishments, man, over in North Carolina, man. A lot of nominations, and man, I, I'm I'm impressed. I've I've heard your name a few times. That's good. That's good. And, and over the years, I actually went through. It's it might just be a coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence, but because I think the universe makes things happen. True, but true. I just happen to be going through my Serato, and then. Hey, that's a Trey Dot song. Oh shit, that's all. That's dope. I'm saying. I wonder if that's the same. And sure enough, it was one of your songs. I guess it was an older. It was. It was. It's been a minute. I I can't remember how I came across. But okay, did you have any affiliation or have anything to do with the Fleet DJs? Out of anybody out there at one point, maybe. Um, I'm actually cool with a lot of them. My partner is like the head person over there in Indiana. Um, okay. my partner DJOS is. I'm cool okay. with him. Yeah, I know OS. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's my man. Matter of fact, 
OS did a whole mixtape with mm. like seven of my songs mixed in with some of the current stuff called He's the Rapper, I'm a DJ, some years back. So I've been right. connected with him for a while. When he used to work at uh, the college radio, when he used to, when he first got started DJing, he worked at the college radio, he had me up there at the station one day and uh, Petey Pablo was there that day and mm. the battle rapper T-Top was there before he was T-Top. So, you know, looking back on it, it was actually a dope night. Yeah, so I, I've been around, man, off and on. Okay. You said what? What college station? Oh, it was Duke, Duke University. They got one of the uh, best college stations down here right now. Yeah, Duke. He came to a conference there in North Carolina before for Fleet DJs. It's been a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was uh, Riley. Riley. I went to the one this year. The first first conference I actually went to. I went to the one this year. It was uh, dope, man. It was dope because it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like. What is that? We can hear it. What's happening? I don't know. Something just kept repeating. But it was dope this year because a lot of people I'd never met in person, I had a chance to see in person. And it was a lot of love there. It was actually pretty dope. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I got to see video clips. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yes, yes. I mean, that's, that's that's the joy of the internet. The video clips and everybody phone got the clips and the photos. It's, it's cool. It's they cool. Kept, they had different events and different venues, but then they were centralized at the hotel, but then they ended up at some, I think it was like a warehouse, and they okay. were kind of battle rapping in the warehouse, and there was some footage okay, on okay. Facebook. That the point shared on Facebook, so it, was, it looked like it looked like everybody was having a good time. Well, the conference is usually all fun. I mean, they can get expensive sometimes with your hotel and room and board if you're going out of town. But they, they're fun if, if you're in the industry or want to be a part of the industry. It's a good days of music and networking. And it's some solid people. There. Definitely some solid people. The fleet DJs, the core DJs, they, they're both pretty solid. And when you say you've been in the business. You've been in the industry a long time. How long exactly have you been in doing this? Well, I mean, started rhyming as a teenager. You know, you don't take it seriously. You know, college, college radio had a couple joints going on. Had some lightweight production deals that didn't pan out. You know, got into a little trouble. Had to get my life together. And you come back. I did it again. Then I stopped doing it because the situation wasn't good. And then I came back, started doing it again because I got a nice little situation. And um. Nice team of people around me, and I'm I'm enjoying making music again. And the first batch of music I actually did with my new situation caught on so well. It was like just keep on doing what I love to do and just see what happens, man. So that's how I got going. So you talking about decades, man? Like, decades. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not new to doing this. Yeah, yeah. I'm and and you know the good thing about it is that because you were you say in the decade those good decades you make music that. Uh, adults can relate to, and well, yeah, yeah, that's and, that's you know, the plan. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's not all raunchy or or I don't know what's the word. I mean, trap like, and and nothing wrong with that if that's. But we need a little bit more point of views of music other than the same thing all the time. I feel like they, you know, back in the day, there was different types of hip hop. There was multiple. Uh, the conscious rap, the, the you yeah. know, and, and now it just seems like it's just one box. And I, we need, you know, more rappers like yourself to come out here and and, and speak for every, speak for another uh, gender. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I, I look at it. I look at it from a lot of different angles. One angle I look at it from is we need more shows like yours as well mm-hmm. that give the platform for people that aren't on mainstream radio or commercial mm-hmm. radio. See what I'm saying? So with and, and I can tell a lot of artists like a platform like yours. Let's say you do three interviews a week, mm-hmm. and each interview hundred people see. Mm-hmm. That's three hundred. That's three hundred people that saw, saw your people. music in that week. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. So. Anybody that asked me for an interview or something like that, or feature or something, I mean, I'm jumping on it because it's just an opportunity for people to hear your voice and people underestimate the connection with the artist and the consumer. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what really gets you into an artist, more so than just the music. We didn't realize that growing up, a lot of times, the artists that we loved, we actually felt like we knew these people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We watched them mature. We watched them grow up. We watched their content change. Mm-hmm. And that makes you really like a person. Like, I could meet you today. We can have a conversation about something. And if you hear a record that fits what our conversation was, without you even knowing it, we just got a connection. Mm-hmm. So now you're anticipating to hear something else from me. So now it's on me to give you quality music to keep you there. <laughs> so I'm, I don't care for today's music very much because it all has like the same cadence. And, and I'm not a fan of mumble rap. I don't want to strain to understand what someone is saying. But I'm old. So I just, I prefer retro music. I don't want to try to, I don't want to have a headache, you know, with trying to figure out your lyrics. And so I was sitting here and the music was playing and I was like, who is that? And Deep Boys was like, he's going to be on the show. That's Trey Dot. That's the one whose music I sent. And I was like, oh, wow, because you, you were talking about your lady. And oh, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's so sweet. Like, I love music like that. Music <laughs> that actually tells a story or, like, it is yeah. personal for you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because yeah, I think yeah. when people do things that's personal to them, they do it well. And it comes across in the music. And it, I don't like comparing people to other people. So I hope you don't take this as disrespect. But it gave me, like, a, it felt like a it had like a Scarface, like a retro sound to it, and it it, just, it was really nice. I, I really like that song. No, that's not disrespect at all. But honestly, that's kind of like my goal. You know, being a mature artist, we've experienced things. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm looking for the person that loves hip hop but doesn't love the hip hop that they hear. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm looking for those me. kind of people. Well, see, <laughs> that's me. People people like yourself or similar to yourself will be people that can keep me going doing what I'm doing. Because I don't think we lost our love for hip-hop. We just lost our love for what's being presented to us. Exactly. You know what I mean? And a lot of a lot of artists get frustrated and they stop. But I you know, I have fun doing this. I mean, I'm I'm in a, I'm dropping three EPs on the same day. Because they're three wow, different they're, awesome. th- they're three different projects. I have a soul trade project that I'm doing with an R&B singer. So it's like a hip hop R&B kind of feel. I have one called Love Makes a Difference, which has only you, the song that you heard. It's going to be a collection of songs speaking on love, whether it's fatherhood, whether it's dealing with parents, just revolve around love. And another one, Blood, Sweat and Tears, that's just a combination of all the things, all encompassing. So I'm just going to release all the three of them like on the same day. I'm going to have them on my own website where I'll be, you know, direct to consumer I'm gonna have my merch direct to consumer each project is gonna have two songs that are streaming that'll be like the rollout but when I when I do put it out it'll be on the website so I wanna have a total direct consumer experience and I'm gonna have a um, release party probably in May where I'm gonna have like a tiny desk concert without the tiny desk I'm gonna have the live band mm. you know we're gonna live stream it but it's gonna be online like I, I tell people if you come see me perform, I'm not trying to really have you partying and dancing and all that. I'm going to get the kind of music where you can lay down, have your drink, 
Have your cigar, there's a cigar lounge. You can just vibe to what I'm talking about. Grown folks, we can love some hip hop when it's over. I want to talk to you. I want to shake your hand. I want to take those pictures. I, I enjoy it. This is the music I love. I love, I grew up loving Donny Hathaway and Marvin Gaye and all that. I think hip hop can actually give people the same feel if they take the time yes. to you. take those experiences and express them. That's actually what I'm trying to do with, with the hip hop that I deliver. That's what I'm trying And only, only You was really a song where um, a friend of mine, I was talking to him about a situation. And he just sent me the track. He said, yo, man, what we were talking about? He said, yo, just put it in a song. Let's see how I do. And then the next day we recorded it and it just happened like that. That's nice. Uh, Will you be doing anything on vinyl? Are you going to do strictly digital? Um, I'm glad you asked that because I had a conversation with a friend of mine about that today. With debating whether we're going to do like a three CD pack kind of thing or if we're going to do a vinyl thing as well. We're trying to figure out what, what makes sense. And vinyl actually sells great overseas. Mm-hmm. But we, I don't know, I might do a small run of vinyl just to see how it goes, man, because it, it, it kind of makes sense because it fits the um nostalgia of, of what I'm speaking of. So please keep us posted. Um, oh, no, I keep it, I keep it, I keep in touch with everybody. I keep in touch with everybody, dead ass. There's no exaggeration. I answer all my messages. Anybody hit me up? It might even be, might it don't have to be music related. I keep in touch with everybody. Honestly, I love meeting good people, like-minded people. We all need somebody to shop it up with once in a while. We got a like-minded topic. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna stay in touch. I do that all day. Yeah, man. I also see you. You 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 have a podcast yourself, right? Is yeah, that- I got a podcast with um yeah. a friend of mine, my man CS, called the Black Male Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, there's people that hate and want to take the topic blackmail as if it's a bad thing. The origin of the, of the, of the blackmail podcast is just we're two black males. And we're speaking about what goes through the mind of an adult black male. It has nothing to do with anything but that. Mm-hmm. Where you know, does your podcast air? Um, Streams on YouTube. We have it on all platforms, really. YouTube, because some people want the video, so we tried that out. Most of our numbers come on, you know, Spotify and all the other areas, but we put it on YouTube because some people want to see the visual. Um, we do a live show every few months. We got a live show we get ready to schedule for February. We've done a live podcast twice. The live ones actually do very well, but because of life and scheduling, it's hard to get us in the same room and do them live like that. But we said this year we're going to do more lives. We just did one with uh, three other men. So it was five of us on the panel. We got a goal to do one with three women as well. Um, we already got two women. We're gonna have. We're gonna add another one. We're gonna do a podcast with us talking with three women and just having dialogue. Like we don't usually interview people. We just get on there and we just talk about what's going on in life, what's going on around the world, and we get people's input and insights, man. And we just try to dig in and uh, become better people with each other, man. We all grown. We all trying to figure out this thing of life, man. And um, I try to attach the music with it. So the podcast and the music really connected in some kind of way. Yeah, I was. I happened to catch, uh, what was the, the last show y'all did of uh, twenty three, okay. and y'all had a discussion that was pretty interesting about the Busta Rhyme album. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole dilemma of, you know, is he making hip hop for us, or is it a dope album? Is it not a dope album, or is it just that it's just. We were getting the fact that, yeah, he's experimenting, but at some point, I think you begin to lose your fan base 
You can't. He was trying to get that younger he, fan base. Like he, and he didn't need to do that. Yeah, he didn't. I, I, he yeah, didn't I, need to do that. I I only have one thing to say about Busta. He was incredible back in the day, and then all of a sudden, his head got way bigger. Think so? Okay. And now he's, you know, when if if you put Busta on stage and you follow him up with Melly Mel and Scorpio. Who Scorpio's carrying a purse and Mel's got his shirt off at the age of ninety million. Hey, that man got abs for days. These guys, their their egos. Yeah, but they're okay. I I was wondering what you was connecting. So you're connecting the ego thing. I got you. The ego. It's all ego. I got you. Well, okay, yeah, because I'm about to say ELE too is fire to me. Yeah, it, it, you know, and, uh, I, I still, I, I still love Buster, man. I think I love the project, Buster. the project you had before this last one, I really liked. I love the yeah, I did with like MOP. This last one. The last one yeah, I didn't was, like. Yeah, that was but, yeah I, I understand what he was doing, but just right. because I understand it doesn't mean I have to like it. I understand he was what he was trying to doing. appeal to the. He was yes, trying to appeal was. to the generation of today to show mm-hmm. that he can rock like them. But you got your people that's been following you and the people who are really streaming your music aren't into it. And when I first heard the song, I was like, it was kind of like the shock of hearing Andre 3000's flutes, initial, the initial shock, because I'm all for some metaphysical music. I can get down with it, I'm cool. But I was longing for his rap. And so when you waiting for Buster to release something and then you get that and you're like, man, that's not what I was expecting at all. Like, this is not this is not for us. Well, so when I you, feel when like you, he was trying to appeal to another demographic. Yeah. Well, when, when you look at it culture-wise, that's what happens with a lot of mature artists, mm-hmm. and it backfires more than it's successful. I think I think the successful way to do it is the way Nas did it. Yeah. Nas never changed his style, but he changed the production somewhat, and he married you know had a marriage between the two. And right. It became more successful than his other projects commercially mm-hmm. because the young people are like, oh damn, this dude Nas is spitting over the kind of beats we might like. Because yeah. Hip Boy, Hip Boy is like it's, it's boom bap, but it has that that feel of what's going on now in a, mm-hmm. in a mixture a little bit. And he's not one of my favorite producers, but he works good with Nas. They have a good sound together, mm-hmm. and it's still Nas. It's that's not, my point. It's not he a yeah, yes, yes. He still gives you nod. But that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, the yeah, that's the way to do it. Yourself. Exactly. That's the way to do it. Like, if I would do it, I would try to do it that way. Maybe deal with a younger producer, but I'm bringing what I'm bringing. You know, like, when that, I do release my stuff, do it. when you hear my hip-hop soul project, I'm still spitting the way I spit, but I have an R&B singer with me. See what I'm saying? So I'm not changing anything. I'm not even changing right. my topics. Right. Same flow, same flow, same flow. Just different beats. And that's the difference. A lot of these people, they change up their style to match the current trend when you can make the current trend bend to your style. And it's still going to turn out good because you're doing what's true to you. And I think that's Buster should have did that. But like Doc said, he liked it. And there are a lot of people who probably did like it. Well, no, no, that was was the the charting. 
Oh, okay. It was this. Yeah, but that was that was that was DLE. Yeah, he's talking about the one that I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing new project. Yeah, he had the white turban and he was swimming underwater in the video. Yeah, all that. Was it okay? I I like that. Yeah, yeah. That was Buster. Yeah, because he had a song. That's all for DLE. Yeah, yeah. And then he had. He also had the joint where he used the Rick the Rick James beat and all that. You know what I'm saying? Um, the in the ghetto joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can uh, uh, depoys. You sh- you should remember out from your daddy old conversations. Anybody, everybody from back then can still do it. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to change <laughs> what you're doing because all you're doing is presenting what you always did new production whatever new beats but you're just presenting what you always were known for to a brand new audience why not right i think it's a fear i think it's a fear of failure you know what i mean a lot of these guys yeah. aren't as confident as you 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 would think they are and the, the thing about with music like overseas nobody cares what you look like they don't care how old you are all they care about is the quality of the music like is it is it fire Bro, I get I get mm-hmm. airplay all over the country. Those people have no idea I'm 52 years old with a great beard, and they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Then by the time they see me, it's like, oh shit, I like this guy. He's different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody cares. And I don't care about saying how old I am. What are you gonna say? And I've been in the studio with young people. They look at me like, oh, I go in the booth, I spit, and I leave. Now everybody wants to talk to me. You know, I was an old nigga in the corner a minute ago. Hip hop ain't new. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It ain't new. You know what I'm saying? It's, I look at it like this, and one of my records is called Culture that I did a friend of mine, man. I mean, don't complain about the culture if you're not gonna contribute to the culture. Oh. Word, I, have an issue, I, have an issue, I have an issue with old heads always online talking about these young dudes and what they doing. Like, bro, first of all, we're not even supposed to like what they're doing. Nope. When right. we was young, the older heads didn't like what we was doing either. When I was in my 20s, I was yeah. rounding about shooting people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you, there's a way that you evolve. Unfortunately, the level of evolution starts at a later age now because these kids had to raise themselves. Our generation had a bunch of these babies and mm-hmm. made them raise themselves, and this is the result of it. Now, I still don't like the music, don't get it wrong. I'm not just fine the music. <laughs> but I'm saying, I understand the thought process of these young niggas. They, they raise themselves. They don't have a clue. They don't have a clue, and the, the, the masses are capitalizing off of this ignorance. Everybody's talking about the culture. Enough talking going on, talking. And ain't nobody making no music. Talk to him. Don't complain about the culture. Culture. Up a little something. Make it up for a little something. Keep complaining about the culture. Cultures. Drop a little something. Make a move for a little something. Every bar is for the culture. Culture. Make the body move. Baby, too, would be cool. Angry faces hit the door. Once more. To the core. From the gyms, hood stop on the floor. Hoodies up, hats low, bucket hats on flip. One drink, one sip, either way get lit. One talk, let's walk, complicated and show. Man down, surround sound, the best pound for pound. I'll be around when the sound, Cali shaking the ground. Is you down, let's get down, bring your energy now. To the sound, underground, hands high in the crowd. To the sound, underground, hands high in the crowd. Say it loud, we ain't holding up the wall for y'all. Hell nah, we ain't holding up the wall for y'all. We ain't holding up the wall for y'all. Hell nah, we ain't holding up the wall for y'all. Don't complain about the 
culture, vulture. Drop a little something, make a move for a little something. Keep complaining about the culture, vultures. Drop a little something, make a move for a little something. Don't complain about the culture, vulture. Drop a little something, make a move for a little something. Keep complaining about the culture, vultures. Drop a little something, make a move for a little something. Put them to sleep, one here to quit, a breaking some teeth. No pain relief, feel the knockers from your head to your feet. Ain't no retreat, I see through all of the lies and deceit. The hieroglyphics speak of a 3,000 years lead, and I awaken to bring revenge for the levels of weak. I'll be known as a plague unleashed by the wrath of God. Destroying you non-believers, man, I love my job. I dig in these tracks like shovels that's owned by the mob. The mathematics be mapping, baby, that ain't no capping. Don't get close to the river, them alligators be snatching. Yeah, we top of the food chain, we can speak some slacking. A bit of a savage when I pull out the pins in the past. My words are hostile, they mad like they missing they dad. But I don't complain, I accept the job. And keep hip-hop 100 from you squares and slobs. Never slack on the job. have a lot of friends that are rappers you know what i mean i have a few mm -hmm. mcs i'm cool with but the thing is a lot of rappers are very very bitter and to mm -hmm. be in a room with that bitterness and bad energy i just choose not to like i still i still enjoy creating music and have somebody hear it and like it like hearing her speak of a song and that i know she heard it because she spoke of it i still feel good about that like i don't feel like my head is getting bigger or somebody's on my dick or nothing like that. No, I enjoy doing this, man. You, you're blessed with gifts to share. Whether right. it's your intelligence, whether, whatever it is, whatever gift you have, you're blessed with it to share with people. Right. And I know I'm not the only person that thinks of situations like that where a woman came in their life and just exposed them to something different. Right. I'm not the only person to overcome depression about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the only right. person that's gone through that. Right. So, Preach. You know what I mean? Why not have that expression and share it with others? Right, right, right. right. That's it's enough right. talking about being in the club. It's enough about that. I don't even drink. So why am I making records about being in the club drinking? Right. Exactly. I feel that. And I don't have a lot of hoes. So, I mean, I ain't faking for y'all. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Right I'm, I'm great in a motherfucker. What am I going to my shit black for? <laughs> I got some messages over here on on. Uh, That's what I be on. <laughs> when they, uh, okay, one of the questions is, uh, let me look here. Are there any particular artists who have influenced your style or sound? Um, to be honest, which is funny that she says Scarface earlier. Scarface is one of my favorites because I love the way he speaks on topics, man. It really makes you feel as if like you're there, like you really. When he really digs in on the topic, yeah. When he really digs in on a topic, it, it, it's something special with that guy, man. It's, his it's tiny desk. Too. Did y'all catch his tiny desk concert? Of course, of course. Anybody that has it, I don't oh, talk yeah. to him no more. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're not friends no more. If you don't, if you didn't see that already, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Yeah, call me back yeah, after yeah. you watch. I, 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 I love <laughs> the one thing I loved about that that um, 
that little that little snippet of music that he did, he actually showed people what most don't know about him. One that he do majority of his own music, beats and what have you, but how much of an instrumentalist he is. Like people don't understand how many instruments Starface plays. Like, on another, like on another note, go ahead, finish. I, I was gonna say, like a lot of people know, he was a DJ prior to becoming Face. You know, he was DJ Act. But at the end of the day, a lot of people don't know literally how instrumental he is and how many instruments he plays. And then he, he explained a little bit of that when he introduced his son during the Tiny Desk. But within that moment, what he did was what I spoke of earlier, that all mature artists should do. The connection between the artist and the listener. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what made that powerful. Our age group, that's what hip-hop needs to be. Wasn't nobody dancing, none of that. They were sitting there vibing to some good hip-hop with this man mm -hmm. expressing the things he went through within his life. And you left feeling great. You left with a solid mm -hmm. feeling about good hip-hop. That's something we can offer. Mm -hmm. Let them do what they're doing and turn up and pop their pills. You know what I'm saying? They young. They might outgrow that. They might not. We have a lane. and, uh, and Most definitely. And it's wide open because nobody wants to drive their car over there. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to be in the lane. I'm cool in that lane. Man, I love it. I love it. If I can get a if I can get a room with fifty people and I bring a live band and I can just give you a nice twenty minute set and you leave there with a smile on your face, yo, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'll do that three days a week. And you reminisce on those songs and you think back where you were when you first heard, you know, the the music and what you were doing and like I was thinking about like all these thoughts that I had about the ghetto boys and all the different stories oh, yeah. that I was hearing, yeah. you know. And and that one song where they were talking, um, oh my god, my mind's playing tricks on me. When I, I was thinking about yeah. that song, that song scared me actually because I'm like, this just sounds gruesome. But it was a rap song. He's telling a story, and that song yeah. just really it always stuck out to me. And then to see him doing this, this like you you were saying, Doc, he he plays instruments. I didn't know that about him. Yeah, he, like, he nasty wow. on the guitar. He nasty this on the guitar. This guy is just multifaceted. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is, this nice. is wow. Guitar, the, so, guitar, the keys. Like, he, yeah, he, like, face play a few. Like, he was that, doing it. Well, so he me, said that was, it. That was the beauty of it. Yeah. He said it in interviews over the years. But, you know, when they edit interviews and stuff, they don't really want to talk about the parts of you that are very artistic, that are very mm -hmm. influential. You know what I'm saying? They'd rather talk about maybe the crimes you committed or the drugs you were on. They don't want... Like, he spoke on playing the guitar before. He spoke on yeah. producing it. Just like the guy the guy on the piano has been with him throughout his whole career. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, Dean, that's my know. man. My Dean, that dude. Yeah, we have great stories as black people, man, but people don't really want to hear the good stories of us. They want to hear all the bad stuff. We got good stories. We fall in love. We get married. We have kids. We raise our children. My son is 29. You know what I'm saying? We do good things. We do things in the community. You know what right. I mean? We do things that are worth talking about that we want to hear about. But they make they make us make make us think that we have people that aren't doing good things, or that we don't have good positive things going on in our communities. We have a lot to offer. We I've need seen, that balance. I've seen people like skip over like something great about someone and go to something yes. really trivial. This is like yes. off topic, but there's a show called The Bear and there's a new actress. She's a comedian. Her name is Ayo, Etta Berry. And she just won an Oscar. And the interviewer, instead of saying, congratulations, you just want an Oscar and talking about that. He said, let's talk about your social media because your, your talk box or something is really popular. And she looked at him and she rolled her eyes. 
And then everybody has, they've been talking and saying she was negative for rolling her eyes at him. But she just won an Oscar and he couldn't congratulate her. He wanted wow. to talk about something that was completely off topic. And so they do, a right, lot of times the, people the do in the media, they blaze over the good That's parts. True. And they want to go to the drama. Well, yeah, the negative is that's, that's where you get your clicks. That's where you get, especially in today's stream world, that's where you get your clicks at. That's where you get your, that's how you are able to make your money. When you, you know, I mean, it's only a few, few lanes of true positivity that are actually really making that kind of money where everything else has to be driven by drama and nonsense, insecurities, and, you know, everything else in order for them to get their clicks. Sensationalism sales. Well, a lot of money is made off of our ignorance and our pain. Mm. A lot of money is made off of that. Like you, like almost every TV show now, you have to have at least one homosexual or lesbian relationship within the show. You know what I'm saying? You won't you won't find too many black families, mm-hmm. you know, with the mother and father in the same household. I mean, that's that's not an accident. That's all intentional. I mean, oh, we know this. You know, they, they they make you think we don't have families. Like my parents been married six or seven years. They're eighty eight years old, still breathing, still walking. My father still drives. Like we have families too. I mean, I mean it's crazy. My parents would have been celebrating their sixty seventh had my dad not passed. Yeah. Man. They got married young back then. <laughs> nah, my, my parents been together since they were sixteen years old. That's what's up. That's my parents. My mom met yeah. my dad when she was 13, and my grandmother signed for her to marry him when she was 16. What is this? They were married. That was it. That's the only person she. I was like, you never dated anybody or anything. She was like, a couple guys like me, but I just, I just got with your dad. I was just like, wow. Yeah, we we got too many options though, man. We uh, we tried the buffet and we picking which tastes better and all that. You know, we had too many options, yeah, right? They locked in and raised the family and they focused on that. And then when they become old, you know, they they live the old years together, you know. A lot of us, we're gonna be by ourselves when we get old. But there's a different there's a different set of uh morals and standards now. It is, but it didn't have to be that way. You don't you don't um you don't find that anymore. My parents would have been married seventy years. Well, you know, it's it's a choice too. Like I got married when I was young, and I was an ass. I was a terrible fucking husband, but I was young, and I was just doing all kind of stupid shit. I wasn't dedicated to nothing. I signed up for. You know, we just right. we don't respect a lot of things that should be respected. And women are stronger now. They're not going to accept a lot of the same bullshit from us that women accepted back then. You True. know, and even with men. And some men might get upset with me saying this. Even men that had women on the side back in the days, they still came home and took care of home. Right. You know, not justifying the infidelity, but they still always took care of home first. Like popping bottles to full 
If I have something that you like, I need people to hit the like button. I need a comment, even if it's just an emoji. Oh, you know, I that, that is that is like currency. So many black people, for some reason, will not like shit. And I don't care about the shares and all that. I'm, I'm not yeah. asking nobody to do none of that. But if I say something that makes sense to you, just hit the like button, man. Or hit me in a DM, whatever it is. Because a lot of people, this is why they give up on doing this, because they think nobody's listening. Ain't that- I don't care if I only get five. I don't care if I get five. But if I got five people that get what I'm saying, that's success in my mind. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather, I'd rather touch one and confuse a million. So it's simple for me. Big word. I want those engagements. I want that interaction with people. Like, you're not bothering me by sending me a message. If I said something that, that stuck in your mind, or if I said something that you might need clarity, I want to hear from you. I ain't that dude. Why oh, this nigga sending me a message again? Nah. It's all part of the game. You, I'm, I'm basically a small business. That's what I am. I'm a small business. So I have to communicate with every potential customer. Whatever aspect of what I'm doing that you might enjoy, whether it's the podcast, whether it's whether it's the music. Um, I do my walk with me's now, where I walk and I talk. I used to do a, I used to do a little series called Sauna Talk. I don't have a sauna in my gym no more, so I had to stop doing that. So I'm always doing something, trying to communicate with the people, because I want people to actually know me as a person. And then you can see the music connect. So that's 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 the brand. A lot of artists, they just want to put a song out there and think that's it. You got to be able to sell yourself to people without them feeling like you're selling something. I ain't selling you shit. I'm bringing you me. Mm-hmm. You be around me long enough, you gonna hear a record and be like, ah, damn, that sounds like some shit he said. I ain't bringing you no fake shit. Hip hop used to be that. Mm-hmm. You used to be able to get 10 CDs and you just 
experienced 10 different people. None of that shit sounded alike. Mm-hmm. But you experienced 10 different people, whether it was Daylight, whether it was Tribe, whether it was Diamond D. Because I remember the time all this stuff was out. Then Wu-Tang came. Everybody had their own style and yes. sound. Right. Now everything that's popular sounds like one long mixtape. And the popular thing to do is the rap where nobody knows what the fuck you rapping about. <laughs> that is just absurd to me. And go on stage and rap over the music. And talk yeah. as loud as you can. Talk as loud as you can over the music yeah. so it just sounds yeah. muffled. Yeah, like, what crazy. is that about? Mm-hmm. But that's the popular thing. You go see somebody on stage, they don't even rap. They just play the record and they hold the mic to the crowd. That's the whole show. You know, the DJ's not there. I mean... The dancers aren't around anymore. Mm-mm. It's a whole difference. But as I said earlier, for our age, that whole element of a live band makes sense because we appreciate that. And hip hop mm-hmm. sounds good over the live band. I mean, it sounds amazing. Always has. But as an MC, you got to rap, though. You're going to have to rap. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Drake and J. Cole is coming to town, right? And in my head, I thought, I like Drake to a point, but I really like J. Cole. I would never go see Drake. But I would say, I was more or less trying to see J. Cole. I'm nah, more... J. Cole fire. I fuck with Yeah, Cole. but but the problem with that is, is that they're younger artists. And I would rather go to a, a, a up-and-coming artist or a smaller artist show than to go to a concert because I know the young people are going to act a fool, yeah. start shooting, and, and end up fighting, and then it's going to turn in and you ain't going to get to see the show. I have more fun... Had an artist that I just found out about with, like you said, 50 people. And we have those yeah. kind of shows here where it may not, it may only be 25 people there, but the show be fire. Yeah. Everybody there is a hip hop head. Everybody there is loving every song. May not have never heard the songs, but the fact that they're there, everybody's having a good time. Nobody fought nobody. And if it ever did come down to that, Everybody, come on, brother. Come on, sister. Nah, nah, nah. We ain't here for that. That's that's an adult hip hop. Yeah. Well, hold yeah. on. Let me, let me ask you, where, where, where you located at? In Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. We, okay. we, we, every now and then, you know, we got uh, 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 artist uh, Jay, uh, Jay Rawls put together a lot of shows yeah. like that. Is, is everybody from Columbus, Ohio? Or you all from different no, places? No. Uh, uh, Jennifer in LA. Jennifer in LA. Really? I'm I'm moving to LA um later on the end of this year or the beginning of next year. So, okay. And where where you at? Where you at? Yeah, now? I'm in Ohio. Yeah, I'm in Ohio. Oh, you're in Ohio. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm in Ohio. I'm gonna tell you. I, I was asking because I was gonna tell you the the poor house in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. When Honest came in town, that's the most fun I have ever had at a hip hop show. Now yeah. part of it, part of it is because I know him from 13, and that's my man. And I'm I was in the front every lyric. Yo, I was zoned out. I ain't had nobody with me. My man was with me, but he was out there trying to be cute or whatever. I have never sweat so much for somebody else's show. Mm-hmm. Just the whole Onyx element. I remember every record and where I was at when it dropped. Because I know him. So one, I was proud of him. And two, the shit was just fire. And back then, we all had mad energy, man. The music was just energy, energy, energy. And the crowd was nothing but people that came to hear music. Mm-hmm. If somebody bumped into you, oh, oh man, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Like, everybody was just... Yep. That's what I loved about hip hop. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah. It wasn't nobody just posting up on the wall trying to be tough. Nah. <laughs> it was all, all race, yo, it was all races of people. Yeah. It was just love. Yeah. It was yeah. the boxes. The past, the whole wave, like, 
niggas were niggas wasn't comfortable with the ball head game until the, until Onyx came through with it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. even from a standpoint of like most cats was going ball because they had to, not yeah, going not you know what I'm saying. Like for instance, like myself, like I had I had a head full of braids. You know what I'm saying? And I went from literally braids and afro straight to a scalp. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Well so, you know, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So, hence, hence, hence the name Doc Beasley. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, at, I'm a barber. But it, I literally, like, I didn't have to go ball. Like, it was just, you know what I'm saying? Was, mm-hmm. they, they, they made it they made it cool for you to be comfortable in your own yeah, skin yeah. and cut your hair off. Because for, for black men especially, like, that's something we, you know what I mean, one, don't really talk about much. And two, even when you losing it, most black men still ain't trying to cut it off. Yeah, yeah. I can um I can tell you a crazy story, man, because him and Fredro and Sticky used to cut hair, right? They both used to cut my oh, hair. Word. And um I knew Fredro did. Fredro, Fredro, the both of them, nice. Fredro told me one time he was messing with JMJ, right? And I was in North Carolina at the time. And um I heard him, I know he ain't lying, because he don't lie. He always been on his grind, right? And um, I was going to St. Aug at the time. And um, this is back when they had video shows. I see the video for Throw Your Guns. And I see these bald heads, right? I was like, wait a minute. That's my motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Because back then, you see the video before you know the record. Mm-hmm. I mean, those days are over. But that was the excitement of hearing something the first time. And then it's like, I don't know this motherfucker. What the fuck? He told me he was with Jam. Then I saw the video. I'm, I'm saying that as an example of how hip-hop used to have the anticipation mm-hmm. of hearing yeah. dope music. And, 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 and the excitement of a dope video and just... Mm-hmm. You feeling like I you mean, know the artist. Because even when you think back to, like, for instance, uh, it's just only been done a few times. So, like, one of the most anticipated albums, Snoop Dogg. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When, yeah. Dog, when, when, yeah. when, when that came out, Doggy Style came out, like, that was one of the most anticipated, you know, especially after he did Murder Was The Case and he did Deep Cover. They they rolled they rolled him out right though. So he he started yeah. off with the, yeah they rolled him out right. He had the same he had the same thing with Fifties album. They they rolled Fifty you know out I mean? right. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. So like we you know so that that like now we don't especially with the stream game like it's not the same. You don't have that 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 true anticipation of an album. And then half the time you don't even know an album's out. And you like oh word that dropped like oh man I didn't yeah. even know they dropped something new. Yeah yeah. But let me ask, let me ask Jennifer this question. You um, do you know Eda Mad Assassin? Do I know who? Eda Mad Assassin. He's out there in LA. He's from um, he's down, he's from North Carolina. He's in LA now. He um, he's he's still okay. He's doing music the out Eda there. Eda Mad Assassin. Yeah, he's doing a lot of shows out there. That's, that's a good friend of mine. He's out there in um, LA now. And every time mm. I go up there, I, I check him out whenever I'm out there. Oh no, I come from. Way back, you were probably 13. Um, <laughs> I was at uh, a little radio station called 1580 K Day. Yeah, I know about I know about K Day. So I was there from 84 to 91, 92. Yeah, I remember K Day. Um, I remember reading I, about K Day. I should say. And I got out. Well, yeah, K-Day at that time was the only 24-hour hip-hop radio station, period. Yeah, it's legendary, legendary. Yeah. Thanks to NWA. It ain't (laughs) 
It ain't little, uh, Jennifer. <laughs> to us, it's huge. <laughs> it's little, it's huge to us. You know, but it, it's, it's, um, how can I put it? Back when I was there, hmm. I, none of us knew what the hell this was. And now I, 40 years later, I look back on it and go, damn, I was there. That's big. I was there when that happened. I was, I, I, I spent lots and lots of time talking to Dr. Dre and Arabian Prince and, 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 and Ice-T and Coolio. And it never, when you're in the moment, yeah, you don't get it. Years later, you go, yeah. damn. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, let me ask. Let me ask you, what 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 keeps you still interested in the culture, though? Just just out of curiosity. I got heavily involved with um, Stetsasonic and Daddy O from Stetsasonic. Um, and I kept, uh, I, I was, uh, daddy will tell you I was his golden ticket folded up in his back pocket. And whenever he needed me, he pulled me out, (laughs) but I've, I've stayed ever since just because really because of daddy and Stetsasonic. And then because I I took up with Stetsasonic or Daddio specifically because I didn't really appreciate how Tommy Boy treated them. Yeah, Tommy Boy did everybody dirty. I I didn't really appreciate. Uh, you know, Tommy Boy didn't know what they were looking at when they saw Stetsasonic. Kind of like these guys. Mercury had no clue. No. What they were looking at with Yag Fu Front. That's why I'm still, and now I'm I'm all involved in Chuck D and Spit Slam and everything else. One, two, one, two. JFK to RDU. To LAX. To RDU back to LAX again. And we home. You about to hear me like you never heard me leave them frozen. Let's 
dripping, let it rain from the sky. See it slow and saturate in my eye. Is this getting it? The hell is survived. Got the face of a bottle built ready for war. Ladies call me Silver Fox till I dig in their core. Truth be told, really can't be trusting them all. Take them swimming, make them show them much lady arms. I ain't shaming. Damn, can I like what I like? Just as you choose what you choose, and I'm refusing to lose. Been in war way too long. The fall back now. My biggest nemesis is gone. Living free in the now. See no competition, never in your missions. Likes and views, abuse, all your good intentions. Had a friend, called a brother, put my name in the dirt. Stayed calm, walked away, but it hurt. When the one you would have lost like four, with no question in. Assassinated every ounce of breath you existed in. Still remember men the tears keep lingering. Isolated, every disappointment is triggering. Draw blood to my flesh, let it fly. Sweat dripping, let it rain from the sky. See it slow and saturating my eye. Instincts kicking in, the illness survive. Draw blood to my flesh, let it fly. Sweat dripping, let it rain from the sky. See it slow and saturating my eye. Instincts kicking in, the illness Alright, man, I'm gonna let you go, man. I know we probably held you up longer than you needed to. <laughs> it's a lot, nah, man. I, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm, listen, I, I never get tired of doing interviews and interacting with the people when it's something of, you know, substance. You know, if y'all was talking some dumb shit or something, yeah, I'd be about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I haven't had that problem yet, man. I, all, every situation I've, I've, I've been in has been, been good situations, man. You know? yeah, yeah. So I, I, I appreciate I, I appreciate the opportunity to have a conversation about you know my my positive expressions that I try to enter into the universe. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, like I always say, man, we don't stop loving hip hop. We just don't like what the world is giving us, man. Facts. Man. Tell the people in the cheap seats that. You know what I mean, I had to say that before y'all got off the air. <laughs> 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 I feel it. I feel it. I mean, so you know, so I, salute, I, I salute that. Yeah, so in my mind, I'm the first person to drop three EPs in one day. If you can find somebody else that did it, let me know. Uh, can't think of anybody. And nope. it happened by accident, but I'm gonna let y'all know I planned it. Good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. work, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I appreciate it, y'all most definitely, man. So it's 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 gonna be on Twitch or where it's gonna be at? It's on Twitch right now. We live on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and X. Okay. And Cloud. We on all those, and then we'll okay. right. we'll be uh, there'll be the audio will be out in a week or so, and then it'll be on a uh, bunch of radio stations. You know, that's cool. I was, I was like to keep up with people, man. I take I take clips off of all my interviews and tag people in. Oh keeps yeah, sound going, keeps it going. You know? I'll definitely tag you in anything I do, bro, or send it whatever. Whatever yeah, I like, to, I like I like to cross promote and cross market anything I'm involved in. More people need to know about you as well. Yeah, facts, man. That's how, that's how we keep the culture moving, man. Yeah, man. Motion. Yeah, sure. stay in motion, man. If I'm ever in Ohio, I'm not I'm not to holler at you. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. If you ever pull up, let us know. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I got one DJ friend that's out there. I don't know what he's doing out there. The old man Sean Banks is out there in Ohio somewhere. Say word. Say word, yeah. bro. 
Combat. I know you. Come on, man. Stop playing. Yo, listen. My cousin, bro. <laughs> Oh, man. That is a crazy yo, queen. Oh my God. <laughs> yo. Yeah. Yo, I've been sending him music for over 10 years. Maybe that's where I got it. Maybe that's where I got it, your music. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yo, tell him, tell him you just had me on the show. I like that dude, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a yeah. yeah. He's called he's called me um he's called me on the phone a few times over the years. Just yeah. Told him how you don't how you don't get no support out there where he at. I told him, man. Yeah. You doing what you doing, man? Yeah. He was he been supporting me from day one though. From back when I did this record called In Love Again. Okay. Yeah, like ten years ago. That was my dedication to hip hop type shit. When I used that sample that Drake had, like way before Drake had. Yeah, Sean in the clubs again, man. He out there. Yeah, getting- yep. He called me from the club one time. Yeah. Somebody was whack. Yep. Yep, yep. He out there having to play that. That music that he can't stand, you know, Sean is a hip hop. You know, I'm he, glad. I, I'm glad I brought that up. Small world, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. yeah. Your, your cousin, dope though, man. He good dude. Yeah, man. yeah that's yeah, my- good dude. Whenever I see him call, I always call him back, man. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to tell Sean I talk to you, bro. That's gonna be that's he gonna f- out over that. That's what's yeah, up. yeah. That's cool. That's my yeah, dude. Man. That's what's up. I know a little something, man. People, people fuck with me around the world, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I carry, I carry myself pretty well. I'm actually a good guy. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got new fans now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got, add a couple more to the list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Reach out to me whenever, man. Word. I'm sure, man. I love good people, man. I'm a loner in real life, but me too. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I love, I, I love, I love hip hop. I love good people, man. So yeah, if we can up- uplift each other and keep each other, you know, focus on what we got going on, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, for sure. I love sure, that. I love that. Yeah, most definitely. All right, man. I love and support my brother. Keep doing it, my man. Please. All right. Yeah, so, y'all have a good night. Sir. All right. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah. indeed. All right, man. All right. Yeah. Uh huh. Until next week, y'all. Spitfire say the mattress app is temporarily down, but we are working to revamp it. It's going to be fire when it drops. Please, if you have it already, do not delete it because you won't be disappointed on what's coming in the near future here soon. Until next week, shout out to all the affiliates, all the artists that have supported us. Big major things. Hey, man, we working on putting the band back together. The original members, the original crew. Let's go.